Hey yo, you are listening to the podcast of thousands. Late night talk, showcasing performers, and last time with zero the budget. Here's your host, Mikey P. Welcome everyone. I'm your host, Michael Panessa, and this is the podcast of thousands, where we showcase performers from actors to YouTubers and everything in between. On tonight's show, we'll have guest comedian Sammy Obeyed. I'm an open-minded guy. I'm from San Francisco. I'm a big supporter of gay rights, just through my friend Kyle at Coming Out Party. It was a surprise party, uh, but uh, <laughs> someone had to tell him, you know? <laughs> surprise, what? You're gay, bro. We knew it. <laughs> we popped out of a closet to be ironic, but... Uh... And music by rock funk band Gorilla Top Hat. You better not be late. Also, I'd like to talk to you about our cast party. When you sign up with just your email address, you'll get emails sent straight to you from us with current and future episode updates, exclusive notice on new contests and giveaways. That's right. We're working on getting you free stuff and more information about guests and musicians all for free. It's just our way of saying we like you. We really like you. You can get all the information you need about our cast party in our show notes. So go out and sign up. But first, and now. Moments with Michael. Okay, women, I'm on to you. You know you do this. I've watched all of you do it. Some. Some of you do. Y'all check out your bosom. That's right. I said it. I'm bringing bosom back. Adjusting your top. Hmm. Are they uneven? Maybe. Brushing the lint off them? Sure. Feel your bras showing? Okay. Making sure we can't tell you're cold? Nice. Wait. Were they looking because I was staring? I mean, uh, glancing. I mean, glancing at them. And that was Moments with Michael. And now I'd like to welcome our guest, Sammy Obeyed. Welcome to the show, Sammy. Hey, that's me. That's you. How are you doing today? <laughs> good, good. Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much. And you're, uh, you're calling from Los Angeles, right? That is correct. The Valley. The Valley. Okay. Yeah. So you're a, you're a Lebanese, Palestinian, Syrian, Italian, American math major, right? Yeah, it changes every week, but that's what it is right now. <laughs> it keeps growing. Is this like after yeah. after four weeks here? Um, yeah, I change it up. Yeah. Okay. So that that's funny on its own, but why did you get into stand up? Um. Well, you know, it was it was a long journey, but a bunch of people kind of you know egged me on, told me that I should do it, and you know, definitely failed the first few times. And then at some point I was like, oh, maybe this, maybe, maybe they were right. You know, that's kind of, that's, that, that's the short version. Um, <laughs> the long version, uh, I want, I, you know, we don't have time for all of it, but basically I, sure. I, uh, I was doing, um, speech and debate for a little while. This was after college and, uh, I was giving, a uh, a, a, a speech a speech that I, I meant to be serious, but everybody told me it was funny. I, I wasn't trying to be funny. So then I realized, because I thought maybe I could be a speaker, but if every time I try to give a speech, people would just laugh at me like I was joking. I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm supposed to do stand-up, you know? Okay. Do you have comedians that are your heroes? Like like from the past? Do you have like like a favorite old, old-time comedian? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have have a lot of comedians who are my heroes, but as I, you know, kind of got to learn the magic of the trade, I don't really have any heroes anymore. But uh, I will say starting out, I, I uh, definitely looked up to Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Larry David were my favorite comedic minds. Dave Chappelle, I love him. Yeah. Well, and the other guys, the other guys too. Um, so, so no, no present, uh, yeah, guys. yeah everybody. Yeah. <laughs> mine is, uh, mine's Don Rickles. I love, I love Don Rickles. He's just, uh, he's got a, an attitude. He can be mean to people and, uh, they love it. And, uh, I'm actually going to see him in LA, um, next month. What about present comedians? So there's nobody that, uh, today, I know those guys still perform, but, uh, what about some up, up and coming performers such as yourself? Any favorites? Uh, I don't have any favorites, but like when people ask me like who I think is really funny, I, I like uh, Eric Andre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know Eric Andre. Yep. Uh, he's really funny. I always laugh when I watch him. And uh, and there's a guy from San Francisco, Brent Weinbach. Uh, one of my favorites to watch. Uh, it's always a treat to see those two because they're so different. Um, and I really like that. Cool. Um. Uh, but yeah, you know, as far as the open mics goes, you know, we're all we're all out there. I've lot so many funny people, so many funny people out there. I, 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 it would be unfair to name a few. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, so a few years back, you completed a thousand and one straight nights of stand up, right? Yeah, that was that was me. Yeah. What led you? What led you to start that? Uh, it was really just an accident. I was just trying to, uh, I was just trying to fill my calendar and. Um, get really good at stand up. And so after I'd done like 30 days and I kept going and people told me I should just keep going. So I just kept going. And then uh my goal was 365. I was like I'm going to do 365 days of comedy. That'll be really cool. I don't think anybody's done that before. I get to day 365 and some guy Facebook messages me. He's like, "Hey man, you know there was a comedian once did two years in a row, so you're not doing anything special." I was like, "Oh, thank you for ruining." This was Christmas Day, so I was like, "Thank you for ruining my Christmas." Uh, I decided to uh, keep going, and I was like, "Well, if I'm gonna go past two years, you know, what's where would I go after that? I'm not gonna do three. That's insane. So I'll do a thousand days, which is a little shy of three years." So I just kind of set myself on that, you know. So you found out like r- right at the end of the first year that somebody else had a record of two years. Yeah, it was hit the. It was the. It was my th- day three sixty five, my big finish line day. I was on my way to a gig. I was wearing a suit. There was going to be press there and everything. And this guy messages me and he's like, "Oh yeah, so it was a- Hal Sparks once did two years in a row." I was like, oh, "Okay, Hal Sparks." All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hal Sparks. <laughs> you gotta beat Hal Sparks. I know. He, 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 I, I've never met Hal Sparks, but he has no idea how much he influenced my life. Yeah, very cool. Um, so that, that's a long time. So wherever there are any interesting stories around maybe where, where you had to end it, like a performance you wouldn't be able to, to get to or perform, or was there anything like that along the way? Oh yeah. A bunch of times. Like of there times. was a lot of, a lot of close calls. One time, um, well, a bunch of times I would have to kind of just find a place to put me up. And one time I uh, went into an Irish bar where they were doing karaoke and I asked them if I could, you know, break the karaoke for five minutes and do some stand up. And they booed me for five minutes. And then a guy came up and he punched me in the stomach. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. But at least I, I did my time. So I was good. 
They really wanted their karaoke, huh? They are very serious about their karaoke. Very, very serious. That is bizarre. So you're always you're always working on new material, right? Always, always. Yeah. I'm a geek for new material. Do you have any? Do you have any you want to run by me? Sure, sure. I'm 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 playing around with the wording on this one. Okay. Um, I I have a suspicion my neighbors are um trying to use my internet network. Mm-hmm. So I I changed the name to Free Public Wi-Fi, but it's locked, so they don't know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then I and then I unlocked it. I changed it to ISIS because <laughs> I dare someone to click yes on Do you want to join ISIS? <laughs> and as soon as they do, they're going to be freaking out. It's like you are now connected to ISIS. Oh my God! How did that happen? <laughs> Should have been stealing my internet, sucker. Uh, you can't you can't beat ISIS jokes right now. No, right? you can't beat ISIS. Right. Just super topical. You know, I don't. Yeah. You know, hopefully the, there's only a two year shelf life on that joke. It's one of those jokes you don't want to work for much longer. Oh man, tell me about it. Tell me about <laughs> it. Um, yeah, that that's actually that's a good segue. Um, so you know, making fun of ISIS, making fun of other people. Have you ever um been a part of a roast or roasted somebody? Yeah, I've, I've done a few roasts for comedian peers of mine. Yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite things to do or one of my strong suits. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a mean comic. There's, I, I know so many people who are really good at roasting. I, I, I get up there and I'm trying to be mean, but I end up like complimenting them and making them feel good, which is not the point of the roast. So you think you got to be mean to, to do that, huh? I think so. You got to be clever. You clever be for clever. sure. You have to be diplomatic. Obviously, just being purely mean is not enough you got to right. be mean clever and funny but you have to be a little mean otherwise you're not really digging into them you know yeah so my, my goal is uh down the road when i get enough uh comedian interviews to maybe uh have everybody roast me would you want to be a part of that oh for sure for yeah sure. no totally. <laughs> totally yeah all right so i'm going to audition you right now okay i'm, okay. I'm going to give you a name and actually two names one after the other okay. I, I, want, I want you to just Come up with a quick roast. I, th- I think you can do this. I definitely think okay. you can do this. Roast, roast uh, Donald Trump real quick. Oh, Donald Trump, man. He loves everything gold, pure gold, which makes sense because he looks like he ate 24 carrots. Am I right? He's orange. <laughs> He's an orange guy. All right. How about Hillary? Hillary Clinton. Hillary, man. She flip-flops. A lot of people get mad because she didn't support gay marriage back in 2002. But... That was 2002. I mean, think about how she felt about marriage at that time. <laughs> Not a big fan. Not a big fan of marriage. <laughs> uh, very cool. Do you have, do you have any uh, do, you, do you have any of those in your acts right now? Do you you talk about uh, you politics? Know, those, are, those are those are things that I've tried before, but they're they're not. I mean, they're they're done after you know next week. I, so I don't really do them. Do you stay away from the from the election politics and that such? No, I, I I definitely talked about it this year, but I did. I like to either you know weave it into my life. Uh, like I I wrote a whole bit about how I'm running for president in 2036, okay. and my slogan's going to be "Make America Great Again Again." So I you know I even made T-shirts that say "Obey 2036, Make America Great Again Again," and they're selling really well. Oh, nice. But, you know, I, I like it's as far as the specifics go, you know, everything changes if we from week to week. So, you know, yeah, it, it, I didn't want to write something that would just kind of, you know, not last for too long. But I, I'll reference the election for sure. What other uh, what other topics are uh, 
and I know it's about your life, right, and things like that. What other what other themes do you have in your in your act right now? Uh, I, I do talk about math a lot because I majored in math. Right. Um, so that's always a nice buzzkill. Uh, and uh, <laughs> do the ladies dig the math? You know, it, it, they do. They do. Yeah. And let me, I'll tell you why. Because first of all, and, and I say this in my act, half of people are good at math. Half of the world is technically above the 50th percentile. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you don't know what that means, you're below it. So <laughs> there's, there's, there's two kinds of people. There's people who are like, oh, I, I get math. I like math. I like what he's saying because he, I get it. You know, and then there's people who are like, oh, I don't get it. I feel dumb. And that just increases your chances of getting with them, you know. So the way I, the, 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 the way I see it is that the ladies are impressed by math jokes either way. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So I'm guessing you have at least two or three years left in your comedy career, right? <laughs> little roast in there. Little roast You never know, man. Yeah, you never, you never know. But that's very, that's nice of you. That's very generous to give me at least two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stretching it. I'm sure. I don't know. I thought you were going to say months, but that's good. No, I like. Oh, it. months. That would have been good. I got to write yeah, that yeah. down. Um, what's been your, uh, your, your biggest accomplishment so far? What's the first thing that comes to mind? The biggest, biggest accomplishment. Well, I definitely think of the completion of the thousand days because of all the press that it got me. And it was one of those things that I didn't expect. And it got me, it got me on Conan O'Brien. It got me in the New York Times. It got me in Time Magazine. It got people in the comedy industry to respond to my emails and treat me like a human being, which is very rare. And, and because of that, I, I see it as, as the biggest accomplishment. But when I honestly, when I think about what my biggest personal accomplishment was it was when i gave uh i told you earlier i did speech and debate and i gave that speech it was on breathing and why people should uh focus on their breathing habits and it was supposed to be a serious speech but it ended up being they put it in the comedy category and i was i was only doing it for maybe like one month and i ended up winning uh first place in the national tournament in in college this was in april wow. of 2007 and that was what prompted me to go i had already tried comedy a few times and it hadn't gone well that's what prompted me to try it one more time what ended up getting me into comedy but that it was like you know sure i did comedy a thousand days in a row got on tv got on, i mean you should get you should get that stuff after doing comedy that much but i had only been doing this speech for like a month and i won the national tournament and it was like i had really focused all my mind and energy and put my heart and soul into it. And I had a, a really good intention with a speech. And because of all that stuff, I, I made it happen. It was, you know, they say, you know, they say uh, self-actualization, you know, you know, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. that's that that was the day I learned what that word meant, you know, and though I have caught glimpses of it in, in some of my comedy successes, that was that was the big one for me. So I'll always remember that. Very cool. Yeah. What was uh, what was it like being on Conan? Uh, it was a little nerve wracking because uh, I had had a dream about four months before I was on Conan. And in the dream, I was on Conan and I bombed. And this was this was before I had even gotten booked on Conan. I had no idea I was going to be on Conan. I just had a dream that I was on Conan. And I didn't know what jokes I was going to do. I was kind of like shuffling between ideas and my mouth was all dry and I wasn't ready to go on stage. I had like some stain on my shirt. And I just, I was looking out in the crowd and they were just like, and even the sound guy was like, get them off, you know? And then they eventually got me off. And then Conan came out and he apologized. He's like, I'm sorry about that guys. You know, sometimes we don't, we don't always, you know, how Conan has these shticks where he apologizes to the audience. It was like one of those where it's like, it was like, it was supposed to be a gag. 
And that's, and it was, you know, it was a, and then I find out two months later, I'm going to be on Conan. I'm like, all right, all right, well, I got to do everything I can to not let the nightmare happen. And crazy thing is right when I was about to go on stage, it was, I was, it was like replaying the things of the nightmare, the, the whole nightmare. I was in the bathroom washing my face, splashing water on my face. And the, the guy was like, you're up next. That was exactly how the dream started. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no. And I run out there and like my mouth is dry and I'm like, I'm trying to get my mouth to stop being dry, I'm like eating all the different fruits. They have all these this fruit platter in the back. I'm trying an orange, trying an apple. None of them are getting my mouth moist. They're like, all right, you're out. They kind of just push me out there, and I go out and I see the bright lights. It's just like the dream. I do the first few jokes, and sure, they're getting laughs, but they're not going as well as they normally go. Mm -hmm. So I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh shit, this is it. This is the nightmare. It's happening. But then all of a sudden, uh, I, I I do this one joke, and Conan he has this big reaction to it. He sm he slaps his hand on the desk, and then the whole audience relaxes and they start laughing and then i kind of kick in kick into gear and consciousness and i i snap into reality and say you know what no i'm here i'm gonna do this set and then i do my last four jokes and they all go really well that's awesome that's a great story yeah and you also you also uh got on america's uh got talent yeah i was on america's got talent in 2012 um that was that was an interesting story because they tell the crowd to cheer if they like you and then boo if they don't. And so I was, um, I was doing my set and I was in the middle of my last joke and it's a misdirect where you kind of set it up and you have an awkward pause. Mm -hmm. So in the awkward pause, some guy in the like second balcony, he thinks that that's the, uh, he thinks that's the punchline and he, he thinks it sucks. So he starts booing. And then everybody starts following his lead. They all start booing me. Aww. So I'm just getting booed, booed. And then I have a, I have a, I have a crowd of 3,000 people booing me. Even my cousins were there. They were booing me. And everybody was booing me. And then I flip, I turn it around. I, I finish the joke. I'm like, no, there's more to the joke. I do the joke. Everybody flips it around. And they're like, they start clapping. And then they get up. They give me a standing up. Nice. So it was like within a minute, I got, I was being booed by you know, 3,000 people to getting a standing up. Your cousins really weren't booing you, were they? No, I don't think they were, but they, <laughs> I mean, what could they do? They're in a crowd of 3,000 people booing me. It's like, you know, this is St. Louis. I'd never been to St. Louis before. Oh, they better agree with the crowd. They better agree with the crowd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Great, great stuff so far. Um, and, and I can't wait to uh, get out to hearing that you're in L.A. I can't wait to get out and see your act uh, live. I've seen a lot of your, a lot of your stuff on YouTube. As, as we wind down here, uh, I like to quiz my guests so this is a uh, something i don't tell my guests during the pre-interview okay uh i'd like to see how smart they are so how, how smart are comedians i guess that are also math majors is the question Oof, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, i'll get tense <laughs> <laughs> don't worry you got this you got this uh so i had my son who's a, a freshman in high school algebra two okay he, he gave me he gave me a couple of terms for you okay all right um First one is parabola. Do you remember what a parabola is? Yeah, yeah I know what a parabola is, of course. Nice. nice. Yeah. So is that the quiz? <laughs> Just, do you know what this is? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, second question. What okay. is a parabola? Okay, a parabola is, uh, a parabola is the shape um, that you have on a two-dimensional graph that's represented by some form of a quadratic equation. And the parabola basically looks like a U-ish U kind of shape. All right. Anything funny there that you can uh, comment about a parabola? Um, 
Put you right on the spot. Put you right on the spot. I know. Seriously. Improv. Uh, improv. Yeah. No. Parabolas. Parabolas are are yeah. Parabolas are definitely a good. Um, this is horrible. No parab. All right. Question number two. Okay. I'll save you. I'll save you. Parabolas are like looking in a mirror because they're looking at you. All right. Thank you so much. Boom. There it is. Right. Okay. Yeah. What's an irrational number? Okay. An irrational number is. Uh, it's it basically comes in the form of a times i, where a is any real number and uh, i is the square root of negative one. Damn. Yeah. That you're awesome, man. Yeah. All right. Anything funny there? Irrational. Uh, yeah. You know, an irrational number when you see them at a party just flipping over tables and speaking nonsense. <laughs> He'll be here all show, guys. He'll be here all yeah. show. Tip your waitress. Tip your waitress. Thank you. Please tip your waitress. With real number, please. Do not use it. Oh, yeah. Or an irrational yeah. number. Yeah, or an irrational. Boom. Oh, you know what? Sorry. I just, I, I, uh, I actually messed it up. I thought you said imaginary. Oh. You know what? Oh. You know what? I messed up. That is horrible. Everybody who's listening to that probably was like, this guy's a phony. I was thinking imaginary. That's an imaginary number. Uh, an irrational number is a number that cannot be expressed as a fraction. It is uh it is it, it is a real number. It is a real number. And it cannot be expressed as a fraction in the terms of P over Q. So for instance, pi is an irrational number because it repeats and there's no uh way to express it as a fraction. Wow. So I thought uh I thought your first definition was right. I know. You so <laughs> we see there's flaws in the quiz. I can pretty much say anything. I was testing him, guys. I was testing him. Oh crap. No, but I have the answer right here. I thought I thought you lined up. Uh okay. All right. You're better at math than I am. And my son. My son knew what the answer was. At least I, at least I was honest. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yes. Um all right. So uh I know you've got a, a, a lot of shows coming up uh in November. Um do you wanna promote and talk about some of the shows that you're doing? Yeah, totally. For people in the L.A. area, I'll be performing at both the UCB theaters, uh, UCB Franklin on November 9th and UCB Sunset on November 17th. And for my Bay Area folks, I will be headlining the historic BAL Theater in San Leandro on November 19th. It's going to be a big deal. Uh, uh, they had Tony Rock, Chris Rock's brother, and he canceled. So first person they called, Samuel Bade. Excellent. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you for your time. Comedian Sammy Obeyed, thank you very much. Thank you so much. I had a great time. And you get all the details and links about Sammy in our show notes. Yes. Stay rational, y'all. Music has always been important to me, whether it be doing the chicken dance at a wedding, or singing to it in the shower. I know, not the visual you want. I like listening to a lot of different music. I thought I'd let artists and bands submit their music to the podcast of thousands and we'd showcase it for them in each episode. Here's a song called Here We Go by the rock funk band Gorilla Top Hat, who are from Ontario, Canada. I picked this song from Gorilla Top Hat because you can rock out to it or dance to it. If you like it, you can get all the information you need about Gorilla Top Hat in our show notes. Enjoy.
You've been listening to the Podcast of Thousands. Check us out at www.podcastofthousands.com and on iTunes. While you're there, make sure to subscribe, review us, and leave your comments. You can find all the details in our show notes. Thank you very much for listening, and to all you performers out there, break a leg.